comic for flagship. Welcome to uh, Comic Book Logic. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Kevin. Hi there. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2015 blockbuster Avengers t- colon, The Age of Ultron. I almost said Avengers 2. I can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. No. Only Iron Man gets it's the numerical numbers. sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else just gets subtitles. Yeah, I just, I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't like it. Because how you know you're watching it in the right order? Tell me, Kevin, when you watch Transformers, do you watch Age of Extinction before you watch Dark of the Moon? I have no idea. Exactly. I haven't seen You them. don't know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I haven't seen them. They're all garbage. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you're right on that, in that, uh, <laughs> on that aspect. Um, today, yeah, we're talking about the Avengers Age of Ultron, the somewhat, you know, uh, apex of the Marvel... Series, uh, uh, series two, second to last. Yeah, um, second to last. But this is kind of like the culmination of everything that's been happening in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh the the big the big villain they fight is of course Ultron, who it's his age of. Um, <laughs> it is the age of him. Yeah, it's the age of him. Um, so let me ask you, and we'll start this off like we start off every podcast. What did you know about Ultron or anything having to do with this? Let's say, what did you know about Ultron, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Vision, any of those guys? I know that Quicksilver <laughs> is or is supposed to be Magneto's son. Yeah. Oh, wow. Where'd you hear that one from? Ye- one Probably of the, you. One of <laughs> you. One of the comics we talked about. Oh. Um, in the in the early day when when Comic Book Logic was a mere series of yeah. articles on Planet Arbitrary, oh. which you can go back and do, where where Joe would give me comics and write about them, and then I would write read them and then write about them from my perspective. And we talked about X Men Age of Apocalypse, Ooh. A, another age of. It was somebody else's age of. Uh, it was a different age. It was oh, okay. Apocalypse's it was age. Age of Apocalypse. Uh, Ultron's age. Which is interesting because the next X-Men movie is called X-Men Age of Apocalypse. Exactly. Yeah. And I believe, well, because they introduced him in Days of Future Past, I believe, played by a different actor. I'm not yeah. entirely sure who plays yeah. him. I don't remember. He looked just as ridiculous as he does in all of the movie previews. And, it, and yeah. it wasn't clear to me. I don't believe that they're going to go down that road either. I think they're going to they're gonna keep that distinct. I don't think they're yeah. going to use that plot point. But So I know that, and I don't think it's going to <laughs> be here and i think that's out of confusion you know no, we're gonna talk that, about that, that they right? don't yeah. have the x-men and all of that there's still that whole thing going on uh ultron vision scarlet witch nothing i don't know i, I that, that's my one deep cut factoid that was a good one though I, I i have that on here i don't know um all right so ultron the character initially appeared as an unnamed cameo in avengers 54 from 1968 um with his first, first full appearance in Avengers 55 in 1968, Ultron was created by writer Roy Thomas and artist John Buscema. Uh, very famous. Uh, 
Although Ultron appeared in Ultra uh, 54, the character is disguised for the majority of the issue. He is the leader of the Masters of Evil against the Avengers. Um, and when he's first like named in the flashback appearance, uh, he is the cre- you find you find out he's the creator of the Vision. Ah, yeah. Mm, what's going on there? <laughs> Further flashbacks show that Ultron was created by a character by the name of Hank Pym. Who's that, Kevin? Uh, I believe that no, is no, the... No, 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 we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, then I don't know. <laughs> then you, Sorry. okay, you know, nope. no one knows know. who that is. No. no idea what it is. No, we're joking. Uh, Hank Pym goes on in the next movie. Hank Pym is uh, Ant-Man, the original Ant-Man. Original Ant-Man. Yeah, um, and Ultron is creation of Hank Pym and based on Pym's brain patterns. Um, he gains his own intelligence and rebels, develops an Oedipus complex where he feels an irrational hatred to his father, Hank, and demonstrates an interest in Hank's lover, Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp. So, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Um, who need, you know what I need in my comic books that my kids are reading? Stuff about Oedipus complexes. <laughs> well, you know, where would we be without any of the, the, the weird creepiness, yeah. some of the subplots? Um, Ultron is a standard Avengers villain. Uh, they fight him on numerous occasions. He uh, he recently had a uh, an arc called the Age of Ultron, for which this gets its name from. Uh, nothing similar to the movie whatsoever. So we could just ignore that. Throw that straight out the window. All right, fair enough. Just the name is the only thing that comes there. Um, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch first made their appearance in 1964 in X Men. Excuse me, number four, where they were members of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah. Because as opposed to the Brotherhood of Good Mutants. I think that's a union. That's like a union gig. <laughs> the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I got a uh, got my union card. Yeah. yeah. Mutants Local 730. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're teamsters for some reason. We're going on strike. <laughs> going on strike. We got a, we got a sympathy strike going on from the uh, Kane County Teachers Association <laughs> and uh, Piano Tuners Local 22. <laughs> it has to be the Piano Tuners. Always. Yeah. One guy, um, yeah, so they were uh, they're twins, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. Um, so originally in the comics, they were just evil mutants. Um, later they were retconned, uh, retroactively, the retroactive continuity that they were Magneto's children. Um, you know, I think I knew what retcon meant, but I had never actually thought. Like, I knew what it meant. Like, when people say that, I knew what they meant by yeah. that, but I don't think I ever thought about retroactive that's continuity. What it, that's what it stood for. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it meant. Um, there, I learned something. Retroactive, I probably could have gathered, but continuity, I don't yeah. think I would have guessed. Um, the... the more you know, the more you know thing. <laughs> yes. um, so, Magneto's wife who was pregnant with the time, leaves Magneto while she's pregnant. He doesn't have any idea she's pregnant. He just, She just leaves. And uh, she dies in childbirth, giving birth to the two mutants who are raised by um, two local peasants like in Eastern Europe, probably in the communist bloc. Um, and they have no idea that Magneto sure. is their father. They let her find out that mm-hmm. he's their father. Now, just recently in uh, Marvel continuity, they retconned it again so that they are no longer Magneto's children. Now, okay. why would Marvel do that? I wonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, a big a big issue with this, and we'll, I'll get a little bit later with the production notes on this, is that um, Marvel technically, uh, the Marvel f- films cannot use any mutants because mutants are, were, they're not owned, but they were, um, Fox has the rights to use all, mutant, all Marvel mutants and well, film. Yeah, it, it's pretty tied in with, with the, the X-Men, X-Men yes. anyway. Like, they don't. 
no one else who has superpowers yeah. is is it ever really thought of as that they have that those are mutant powers yes. in any meaningful way. Yeah. Um Marvel's slowly getting most of the rights back to use most of their characters. Um Fox is the major holdout and Fox holds Fantastic Four and the X Men. Well, they can um, friggin' keep those idiots. Well the, the X Men I'm sure they'd like, but they're doing okay work with them. Yeah. The uh Fantastic Four on the other hand, let's just look at Josh <laughs> Trank. Um bleh. That's not <laughs> no. Um so yeah, they so they've been retroactively retro retconned again so that they are no longer Magneto's children. Um and Scarlet Witch is going farther and farther away from being considered a mutant as is uh she technically is considered a magic user in the marvel a universe magic now users. so i mean yeah. why she's, well she's a level have, four cleric um. well here's here's my question they have so they don't have access to anyone who's a mutant and they don't have access to you know the fantastic four and they just i guess are, are getting we're gonna we're gonna see marvel spider-man pretty soon well sony still technically has but, the rights for spider-man but spider-man is now going to be part of the marvel cinematic universe though all the films will be distributed and paid for by sony right right well they, they, Marvel yeah, just the has creative control. I'm not as, as worried about yeah. it at that point, but Spider-Man's Marvel has it. access to roughly seven billion characters. Why? And we just talked about on the previous episode the fact that they can just reach into the vault and grab these no-name characters and make you know yeah. three hundred million dollars with it. Seven hundred million. Why? insist on those two characters in particular well, that they're going to have to require I mean, I mean they could have they could well, have, let me they, let me get it could have been anybody well you the event uh quicksilver and scarlet witch are two of like very famous members of the avengers they're kind of almost tentpole characters for the avengers in a little bit of the later like we always talk about the founding members of the avengers thor hulk um ant-man wasp captain america those iron man those were like the main characters who founded the avengers most of the Avengers that people are really familiar with, like comic book fans are familiar with, are Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Black Widow. Those are the ones who were the Avengers during the quote-unquote uh, popular years of the Avengers. Hmm. Um, Thor, Iron Man, they weren't always in the Avengers. They they would leave and do their own thing. Yeah. Usually the Avengers were Captain America, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, okay. Black Widow. So Vision... These were okay, important sure. characters to have, so I I saw and I think they just see it as it's important to have these characters in this movie because they are their their common association with the Avengers. Okay. I think that's the reason why. I mean, granted, I'm with you in the fact of like, do we really need them? But I think it's more of like just like a pride thing. Okay, like we have to have them. Fair and enough. speaking of which, the Vision is um oh oh by the way uh. Quicksilver Scarlet Witch, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in the Avengers. There you go. Uh, Forgot to mention that there. Uh, The Vision was created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby in Marvel Mystery Comics number 13 in 1940. Wow. Yeah, 1940. That was the original Vision. Um, Vision was later recreated for the Avengers in uh, 1968 when he – it's like the second Vision – um, originally, Vision was supposed to be white in the comics, like like a like a ghost. But they realized that with the newsprint at the time, he, he would just appear translucent. They would be able to see him in the comic. <laughs> um, uh, Vision is very interesting, and he has a very interesting background with the Scarlet Witch. They actually fall in love in the comics and have children. Now he's a robot. How can they have children? You might ask. Well, she's a magic user. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> 
You Whenever too. you notice something like that, a wizard did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and as the vision is, of course, is created by Ultron. Um, he's kind of like the good version of Ultron. So on top of that right there. Um, yeah. The, the, and the vision is, is, uh, is kind of like just one of those seminal members of the Avengers who's always kind of been there. I mean, he, I'll throw this out there for Pat B of Patchvich or video game review and play on podcast. The the Vision was of course one of the playable characters in the multi-character Avengers uh, video game that you used to be able to play on like boardwalks and ah, the <laughs> old know, arcade game. The old arcade game. Vision nice. was one of the main characters. That was actually the White Vision um, that he later appeared in the 1980s as one of those characters. The White Vision. Well, well I mean, that just like wrong. when he originally appeared, he was the green and yellow with the uh, red, like you see in the movie. Yeah. But later on in the comics, he, he goes on to take on that white appearance that they originally wanted for him. Yeah. Avengers, the Age of Ultron. Wait a minute, there was a plot? Yeah, didn't you know it was just one long take the entire movie? <laughs> it, was, it was like something out of Children of Men. All right, now, get this out of the way really quickly, just, just for the record. Um, I think I liked this movie more than you, and I think that a lot of the, this will be interesting because I think a lot of the things that you are going to not like... It's, it's a, and it's, talk about. I think I liked. Uh, and it, we'll, okay, so we'll get there. I just inter- wanted. To, I, no, no, it'll be interesting. I'll be. I'm very interested to see what your opinion because yeah. now I'm like, you've you know. Uh, spoiler though, uh, just just a little preview. You had my attention. Now you have my interest. <laughs> There's a little preview. Um, no, I did not love this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, it will not get a glowing review. It did not usurp. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite Marvel movie. Movie starts in former Eastern Bloc Republic of Sokovia. (laughs) Sokovia. Um, The Avengers are after Baron Strucker, who has the Infinity, the Loki stick that he uses to poke people and make them evil. (laughs) The first movie. Just just poke, poke, poke. Poke, Stop it. Now you evil. Now you evil. Um, So the Avengers are. Stop that. Punching and Captain America's throwing a shield and Hawkeye is shooting an arrow and it's a fun it's a fun yeah, sequence to have them kind of start just yeah. it opens in a battle yeah which it does. I think because this is a second movie you can certainly do that yeah We've it's there they are already a team on a mission they're 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 a gestalt unit they are one fully functioning unit even the Hulk is is being yeah. controlled and and it's got it yeah but. Baron Strucker is like, the Avengers are coming. You know, is there any way to stop them? They are the Avengers, <laughs> you know, which is a great moment in the film. Um, but there's, it turns out that Baron Strucker has two little, um, uh, has a secret weapon, the twins. The twins. Uh, yeah, Wanda and uh, Pietro Maximoff. Um, one can run really fast and the other one red things. Red things and she controls your mind. Yeah, she can control so your nice. mind. 
So once again, the Avengers are using the plot point of controlling people's minds. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which does it, it, it's not bad because that comes into effect later in a really pretty good scene. Um, so they. So now they're doing uh, they're going out there and they're, you know, fighting everyone. And Pietro's like, what? You didn't see me coming. Uh, hey, 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 I was in kick ass. <laughs> just I keep just every t- I don't remember what he looked like in the movie. It was I saw it, we saw it in the theaters. A you ever seen ago. Euro trash? I, that's basically <laughs> what I'm I'm just imagining. He's in just like a track suit, like a shiny yeah. track suit. I mean, I don't remember if he actually is, but that's certainly how I'm picturing. No, it. he's a track suit. And he's shiny got a gold, track suit. Gold chain. Right, like Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> reeking of cologne. Um, <laughs> well, we don't get to see that, but you no, assume. you you kind of assume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like our screening didn't have the smell of vision, no, so no. we couldn't. Uh, like, we didn't get the Dolce and Gabbana. No, he's he's know. like, what? You never eat a Donner kebab? You eat the Donner kebab all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they, you don't have these in America. America sucks. You know, that's exactly what it is. Um, so they managed to to disrupt the team's fighting uh, ability and uh, get Hawkeye hurt. Hawkeye uh, Pierce, of course, from Mash, um, played <laughs> yes. by Alan Alda. He takes a shot. He's like, "Ow, I got shot in the side. What a terrible war." Um, <laughs> Yeah, that would be my only Hawkeye Pierce that. joke in this entire. Can't not do that. No. Um, <laughs> but the um, so yeah, he gets hurt, and uh, luckily the Avengers have managed to break their way into the castle, and they find inside Iron Man, uh, who who actually I think his first word in the movie is shit, which is pretty funny. I I yeah. love that fact. Um, finds a secret uh door where the space whales are being kept. <laughs> And there's the uh, the Loki stick is in there as well. The space whales from yes. Avengers One. Yes, and um, yeah, as they are doing that, uh, uh, Wanda the Scarlet Witch goes up and controls his mind and finds his deepest darkest fear, which is all of his friends are dead and That's... killed in a very gruesome looking scene. Yeah, and you know what? And I don't buy that. I feel like you know Tony Stark's deepest darkest fear would just involve like you know poverty and like his dick falls off like that. <laughs> Like I don't think it would have you just any. Described bearing... my greatest fear. <laughs> I think it's a lot of greatest fears. I think that's very like if you were to really be honest, he would just he would be like, you know, Pepper Potts would come in and she would be ugly, and Pepper Potts would come in and she would be like, Tony, I'm Tony, pregnant. I've lost all of your money and I'm pregnant with triplets. <laughs> and then he looks down and his dick is on the floor and he's just like, no, like that. It's that would scene be... from Memoirs of the Invisible Man where Chevy Chase looks down and there's just a big hole where his crotches. <laughs> exactly what. There's that my is. deep cut for the day. Wow. Yeah. No, it's exactly right. I don't buy that his deepest darkest fear would just be like. Captain America's dead. And his shield is broken. Yeah. No, Hulk I don't is impaled. No, I, I, I kind of agree. Ant-Man was stepped on. Um, <laughs> um, I don't even know who that was, but it makes me sad. So then the Avengers have a big celebratory party for the fact that they got the Loki stick, which is a fun scene. Great scene. Captain America invites his old World War II buddies over there, including Stan Lee and his Where cameo. they're sitting around, yeah. and they're drinking, and they're talking, the party, and they have the, the fun yeah. with the hammer lifting yeah. and, and uh, that whole thing. You, like, f- you find that Bruce Banner and, uh, and uh, Natasha have kind of a thing going on. She's the one who kind of controls him, mm-hmm. like his handler out in the field. Yeah. And they have kind of like a romantic 
romantic interest mm-hmm. coming on. So yeah. that's one of the things that I do like about this movie. I know I know we get to where we're talking. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to more specifics on our thoughts later. But but I I just wanted to say that that this scene really illustrates and and that thing with 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 Black Widow and the Hulk really illustrates like one of the things that I think Joss Whedon really understands at this point about these characters and that, and that he understands that audiences will kind of get that you know we've had the avengers movie mm-hmm. we've also had at least two movies for everyone else for the most part yeah um except for hulk but that was a different character okay. anyway so yeah. it doesn't really matter and some of the other ones have kind of popped up in other movies before but we we they're established like we understand now kind of who they are and what they stand for and what some of their relationships are so you can yeah. spend time really thinking about and, and really well, just what they do for fun yeah right just enjoying watching those characters interact and that's yeah. something that we get to do and that's something that joss whedon's really good at writing and that's something that these characters who these actors who've kind of lived yeah. in these characters for years now are able to kind of comfortably yeah. do and i think that honestly should have been more of the movie should have been more of like the the casual kind of the way that they are as a team yeah oh no you're completely right um i kind of failed to mention a, a big important scene beforehand uh, before the party uh tony wants uh, a couple days to examine the stick before thor takes it back to asgard so he and dr bruce banner have a montage huh, your favorite your favorite scene science men they're doing things <laughs> turning levers <laughs> pushing buttons turning wheels yeah the the science montage writing things down yeah scratching it out and then like doing a thing and then it goes and then like smoke comes out of it and then he pounds like like every science montage oh god it's so bad and uh but what they what they find out is that the there's a a, like a program inside the gem like an artificial intelligence and tony thinks he could use it to work on ultron which is not menace sound menacing at all it's a (laughs) it's a robot that would help prevent you know evil stuff from attacking earth it's kind of like his yeah the idea is that he realizes as seeing his his not actually deepest darkest fear that someday they will be gone and at this point they really don't have a replacement because shield's gone and there isn't really anything set up for when they you know retire either they the characters die or they just are like well we're too old for this and we you know (laughs) i want to make more movies with you know the I'm t- now I'm, I'm Robert forgetting. Duvall. Robert, was it Robert Duvall? I'm trying to remember who was in the judge, judge with yeah, him. Robert Duvall. Uh, <laughs> I, make, I knew exactly what I you were talking about. I want to make prestige pictures with Robert Duvall. Or comedies no with Zach Galifianakis. And, there you go. He, uh, you know, so he figures out that if he can create these sort of robots, yeah, robots that are controlled, if he can create robots yeah. that will act as Avengers, basically, yeah. Avenger bots, the Avenger Bot Five Thousand. <laughs> that will come yeah. in and be sort of the Avengers that won't have to be, they, they won't be characters. Yeah. They'll just no, be robots. And that's sort of his, his grand security plan. You are absolutely it's right. It's a good plan. And like all plans in these kinds of movies fraught with bad things and that you can just, happen. You learn that the greatest villain, the Avengers face is Iron Man <laughs> <laughs> again and, and again, again and again. again. <laughs> um, so, the t- Tony uh, gets this gets the tries tries to get the program started, um, and while they're having the party and they're doing this fun hammer lifting scene where they're trying to lift Thor's hammer, and Cap kind of nudges it, 
um, the program comes to life. Um, and it sounds oddly like Robert California from The Office or the villain <laughs> from The Blacklist. Yeah. And uh, takes over a robot body. It's like the least likely robot voice yeah. I think ever because he just sounds too so like so expressive yeah like he's James Spader he always sounds like he's exhaling everything <laughs> like for like, a computer program like he's that's kind not supposed of to breathe, overweight like, and tired I'm Ultron <laughs> like he's kind of it's like a frustration mixed with like being overweight like you just <laughs> ate a sandwich and you're kind of winded from eating the sandwich winded from eating a sandwich that's true why does ultron sound like he's winded and full of meatball sub <laughs> i mean he does and not the same thing i love james spader yeah um, no I, and he's not overweight it's just he he's a little overweight like yeah that. yeah he definitely plays the character like that like i, I don't mean, know why def- the robot sounds exhausted he definitely looks like he's had a couple meatball subs brilliantly menacing at the same <laughs> time, time. Yeah. but again he's supposed to be a robot a robot yeah he's it, he's software you know and i uh, i i don't know if i talked about it on this podcast but i think i talked about it on game classy i don't like it when robots use contractions it really bugs me hmm. it's kind of like so I read a book a long time ago. This is going to be a really nerdy English major thing. It was called Galatea 2.0. Um, and it was about the, the search for creating artificial intelligence. And uh, one this guy who spends his entire life trying to create this artificial intelligence tries to create it. And uh, his lab partners play a joke on him. And they you know hook up the computer to another computer. And they're typing in the answers. So he thinks he's communicating with this robot. And he figures it out because they're using contractions. He's like... I don't care how intelligent this computer system will get. It'll never be smart enough to use contractions. Hmm. And I just, I, that's always stuck in my head and it bothers me to no end whenever I see a robot using a contraction. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, it's really weird. I think Siri uses contractions. Yeah, well, Siri's not really artificial intelligence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. It's, it's, so yeah. I think real artificial intelligence would, would at least have that as no, it'd be that like, it contractions are worse. This it is, probably wouldn't. They'd be like, this is poor English. Stop it. <laughs> it wouldn't probably make up contractions like we sometimes do. Like <laughs> Used to could? Used to, like, used to could, exactly. <laughs> it probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> What y'all? What all y'all ever stop this? It probably would never say anything like probably. Probably. <laughs> Tony, which way to the library? <laughs> Might could be. Might could be. <laughs> uh, but yes. Yeah, so the uh, Ultron attacks the Avengers, and they have to get together to fight the Ultron. Yeah. Which fight is another the Ultron. Which is another thing I really like when he kind of comes out and he and they and they play into this too, where he he talks about the the no strings or whatever. Like he looks like, it's a, yeah because he comes out like the first body he gets into is this like broken, broken yeah destroyed one of the one of the robots from before, from For, wherever. Well, in the in the early part of the scene, in order to one um, of his Sokovia things, yeah to, yeah to placate Sokovia to make sure Sokovia's okay while they're fighting this Baron Strucker, mm-hmm. he sends a bunch of peacekeeper robots and the nation is obviously very anti-Stark. Like you can yeah. see Stark written in letters and then a circle around it and a line through it, which is a universal symbol for no. <laughs> don't like, like Don't this like thing. Stark. Yeah. Um, um, so, so, and he, and he yeah. just looks like this deranged yeah, like marionette, just yeah. like monster. And it's, and it's, and it's sort of terrifying, yeah. especially with James Spader's voice. Yeah. And yeah, he does the Pinocchio. Breathy up. robot voice. <laughs> Meatball sub. <laughs> he's he does that the the Pinocchio ain't, uh, ain't no strings on me in a very right exactly which Pinocchio itself is a creepy ass movie you didn't need to slow down that song to make it any creepier 
Um, I got no strings to hold me down. That movie yeah. is just terrifying. It's it's it's, it's, it's forty five minutes of terrifyingness. <laughs> the movie's only like twenty minutes long. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So Ultron, when he's doing this, he's coming. He's coming online and everything like that. He mm-hmm. wipes out Jarvis, who is working with Tony Stark. You know to. Right. Help it out, and he's like Tony Stark's yeah. Siri. That's far yeah. more effective than Siri. Yeah, and 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 because of course, uh, Ultron when he comes to life is like, ah, Tony Stark's bad because I watched a couple YouTube clips. Ah! <laughs> it's that all-purpose, you know, that you see, Terminators. It's it's <laughs> Skynet comes <laughs> to the same conclusion. These things always come to the same conclusion. The only way to stop and the only way to protect humanity is to kill humanity. Right, and it's just like, can that ever? Can you ever just? build that in as like a fail safe of yeah. like that can't be a solution it comes to yeah like you just you just have to put that i think in. asimov did that <laughs> he's the right. only one yeah like yeah if that's the solution yeah. you know if robot wants to if computer wants to kill humans then computer shut down you know that's <laughs> computer all you have kill to do. humans yeah, yeah it's, it's a if simple then, if this like then it. that that's all it is it's a binary that's the thing yeah. of my programming no knowledge. It's, it works for me um it, yes, and also um, a small side thing. Uh, um, Hawkeye gets his little side thing replaced with fake flesh from this South Korean doctor. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, which you know helps out. Uh, <laughs> he makes him feel better because he's the guy who shoots bows and arrows, and he got he was the only one who got shot out of all the Avengers. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so uh, Ultron manages to steal the scepter and uh, the stick. I'm sorry, the the Loki stick, stick and the uh, Loki stick, the Loki stick and escapes. Don't give him the stick because he wants to. Be- <laughs> sorry, give him the stick. <laughs> Are you okay? Just my stick. Oh, um, wow. Yes, Ultron uses the stick and he um, upgrades Strucker's base in Sokovia to um, build himself a new body. He also enlists the help of the twins to take out the Avengers. Yes. Um, in order to build his body, though, he needs a special type of metal called vibranium. Yeah. Um, which I believe is somewhere on the atomic chart between cobalt and mercury. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. No. Um, uh, it's so, but it, he also kills structure. It is an yeah. atomic weight of magic. <laughs> atomic weight of balonium. <laughs> balonium. <laughs> <laughs> um so he needs to find this this magical uh mineral called vibranium mm. um the avengers uh find out that you know the vibranium is only smuggled out of this small african nation of wakanda by a guy named ulysses claw played by Gollum. wait, wait wakanda wakanda <laughs> like in the midwest like <laughs> like isn't that where uh isn't that where like dan Aykroyd was born <laughs> Well, uh, it might be. <laughs> well, no, it's spelled different than about. Wakanda, I think. Uh, <laughs> yes, the, the, the nation of Wakanda, um, which is also home to uh, another Marvel character by the name of Black Panther, who will be starring in his own movie soon. Um, once again, the fact that an African-American, char- a black character in the Marvel Universe, all of them have to have the word black in front of their name. Yeah. Like Black Falcon or... That's how you know they're black. <laughs> or Black Iron Man. You know, it, it's just <laughs> the way... Can't it, you, you can't, can't you tell know. by looking at them. Yeah. You have to... They have to say black. Yeah, so they go and find Ulysses Claw, who's who's selling this and being uh, Except for Black Widow. Yeah. Who is white Wait. as the... Yeah. Tr- as snow freshly fallen snow white is the, the, the white is the snow on the caucuses 
There you go. Yeah. Um, so as played by Ulysses Claw, as played by Gollum and uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Um, so the Avengers go there and find him, but oh no, the, the Ultron's already there stealing them, and then they get into a big fight scene with more Avenger with more Ultron robots and the twins. Meanwhile, the twins are are going in. Uh, um, uh, Scarlet Witch is playing with everyone's minds, playing yeah, on their fears, doing the fear thing. You find out that Scarlet Witch is afraid of the fact that she can't have kids. Oh, Black or, Widow. Yeah, Black yeah. Widow. Sorry, she she can't have kids. Yeah. In a weird way, like that scene. I'm a monster because I'm barren. That's the. <laughs> Well, all right, and, and and we'll get to that. I'm. I think that scene, regardless of what it had to say about anything, um, is the scene that probably should have been cut. I don't think that it went anywhere. I don't think that any of yeah. that got resolved because it was just well, basically like then they were better. Well, you, Thor finds out that he's going to be the de- that he fears that he's going to be the death of all of Asgard. Yeah. Like all of them are dead. You have uh, Captain America is afraid that he's stuck in the forties. Um. You know, in a weird sort of way, and then uh, um, she goes to she also messes with Hulk's mind, yeah, which we'll come to in a second. But she goes to do it to Hawkeye, and Hawkeye's like, "Uh, uh-uh, already happened to me in the last movie," and like <laughs> shocks her, which causes Quicksilver to freak out. You know, Quicksilver yeah. and uh, Hawkeye have these little like tete on tete moments mm-hmm. where they're you know trying to outdo each other. It's like, what you didn't see that coming? Uh, hey, <laughs> you have FIFA 2014 for PlayStation Two. We play that right now. <laughs> smokes I guarantee you Quicksilver smokes like 30 packs of cigarettes in a minute <laughs> like he could do that yeah exactly um but yeah um Hulk goes crazy and goes and you know I think he goes and takes out District 9 from what I could tell uh, yeah, yeah at least it's like Johannesburg where, or something you know there's a scene where right where yeah Hulk ha- Hulk freaks out and mm. then and then Tony Stark has to have like a giant Hulk's Hulkbuster armor Hulkbuster yeah. which is a which is a clever nod from the comics I mean that's something that t- that oh, okay. that's been around for a while like the Hulkbuster armor like Tony Stark has a suit of armor just in case Hulk goes crazy so that he could fight the Hulk okay um which is funny because the the oper- the the thing that's used to take down the Hulk is called Veronica which is an obviously reference to the fact that the Hulk's girlfriend is Betty. So there's Betty and Veronica to take down the Hulk. Cute. Yeah, from from Archie. Very cute. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I, you, I get that. You, you were looking at me like, so? I, no, no, I, 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 yeah, I didn't catch that. Well, because I didn't, I don't think I knew that Hulk's girlfriend was named Betty. <laughs> so Tyler. I was not getting, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have remembered her name. Yeah. I remember Liv Tyler. Um, but I will you also probably re- never watch that movie again. But you also remember that <laughs> Phil Dunphy was in that movie as Liv Tyler. I but. do remember <laughs> Phil Dunphy. Um, so yeah, they they managed to to take down the Hulk in a in a climactic scene where they're destroying buildings. Very Superman, you know, Man of Steel. Um, yeah, you know, some a lot of building destruction, a lot of public property. Yeah. But the there is a lot of outrage that the Avengers have to lay low because everyone's out looking for them. Um, they want the United States government to to take down the event, like to dis, well, and this know. is yeah, and I mean we had New York first, yeah, and that caused a lot of you know we even talked a lot about like the TV shows, but you know there's a lot of talk in like Agents of Shield about like you know the Avengers destroy things, and, and they talk about that yeah. in this movie, and, and we'll get to to some of that too because yeah. I have some thoughts on that too, but um, you know that that's that's a big criticism, and I think that is something that they talk about very specifically in this movie yeah. that you know we know what we're doing is in the service of like saving humanity from like these crazy things like space whales and Ultron and whatever else, but Loki stick in the Loki stick. But 
you know, at the same time, like how much of that is, first of all, worth them, you know, destroying cities and, and billions of dollars in damage and probably a lot of people killed. And also how much of that is is their fault anyway. I mean, you know, especially yeah. Ultron, which Tony Stark creates. So, yeah. you know, I think they're, they're, that is one of the kind of the key themes and kind of the struggles that they're having with this right now. Yeah, the... Um... The so they 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 take down they they manage to quell the Hulk and they got they got to lay low for a bit so they go to a safe house um a, a shield safe house which turns out to be Hawkeye's family farm where it turns out that Hawkeye <laughs> is married the entire time to Velma from Scooby Doo <laughs> Linda Cardellini star of and, Freaks and Geeks and has a farm and he has a we farm we know he had a farm yeah but he has a farm man he has kids kids. I find this guy Family to be, man. I find this man to be highly, highly just uh, irresponsible as a, <laughs> as a father. It's the most irresponsible thing you could do <laughs> is have a farm. No, it's to go out and with the Avengers and you know, um, and and do this. I mean, the, thank goodness for farm subsidies keeping yeah. that place going when yeah. he wasn't there to actually work the land. Is all I gotta say. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> as. Uh, you know, uh, Cap and and uh, Iron Man have it out, and same thing with Thor. Thor has to go out. The, his vision of him killing all of Asgard has him freak out, so he has to go fly off on his own to figure out what that vision meant. And I think that meant that the fact that he's a terrible leader and he's going to kill all the people underneath him. <laughs> I don't think that needs any more explanation, but he goes out to find it anyway. It can't be that. It, can, it, it must can't be, a be my incompetence. <laughs> it must be a metaphor. <laughs> Thor not understand metaphors. <laughs> This Drax. Um, but then, yeah, so, but then Captain America and Iron Man have it out, too. They're kind of like, you know, you don't, and ho- the whole conversation is, is is that Cap says to Iron Man, it's like, you don't think things through, you don't talk to us, you don't, you know, we don't act as a team, and Iron Man's kind of like, we don't have time to do that, you know, I'm trying to make the world a safer place, blah, blah, blah. It's just the, the duality of the two characters. Um Cap wants people to think it out. He, he, Cap wants democracy. Iron Man wants dictatorship. It's essentially what it is. Uh, benevolent dictatorship. Cap wants democracy. He wants people to talk it out and vote on and figure out what's going on. Um, a theme that travels throughout the movie and is never resolved properly. Um, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Maybe in a movie called, you know, maybe when they have it out in some kind of civil war, they'll figure out what <laughs> goes on with that. Um, in the meantime, in the farmhouse as well, uh, Black Widow and the Hulk, Bruce and Natasha, they have the moment where, of course, you have to have your shirtless Ruffalo mm-hmm. looking quite Gruffalo. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they talk about how they're both monsters because one is a monster and one is a barren woman. <laughs> so according to humanity, to, to Western values, uh, this barren woman is a monster. Uh, uh, I, I don't actually think that that's what... What, no, what that scene meant, but we'll I, talk about that. Yeah, that, I, I, we yeah. table that for now because I think it's worth coming back to. It is. For it, de- sure. it definitely is because we, um, we. I don't. I don't have a lot of production notes on this, and he that's, got a lot of flack. Yeah, for that one. So. Um, yeah, and so, but, uh, they go. Um, Linda Cardellini asks Iron Man to go fix a tractor, but the tractor was nothing wrong with it. She just wanted him to go talk to Nick Fury. Yeah. Who says, hey, guys, stop hanging out in this farm. Here's where the plot's actually going to go. 
Yeah, the the exact opposite of your uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comments about how the the plot is very yeah. naturally sort of linear and it's just this adventure and this roller coaster that they're yeah. on. This is literally like everything stalls, and another character has to walk into the scene. <laughs> And manually kicks it. The, the tractor was fine, the but tractor- the movie was stalled. And Nick Fury had to come in and kick it a few times. The stalled tractor was just a metaphor for the movie, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Nick yeah. Fury had to come in and kick it yeah. to get it to start moving again. Yeah, exactly. And get him to go to the to the flying city. Well, the, the, not yet, because first, I know. The, first um, uh, Tony Stark has to go to Norway, which is, I guess, where they keep the internet. <laughs> That was like, <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what he said is like every bit of information that goes through the internet goes through this hub. And I, I think it's in Sweden or somewhere. I don't really care. Um, but it was just like, that's where they keep the internet. It's like, sure. It just reminds me of that scene from the IT crowd where they have the little black box. And he's like, this is the internet. They <laughs> let us take it down from Big Ben to let us show it to you. <laughs> you know, that she accidentally breaks the internet. Like that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Because he's like, someone's helping us out because Ultron's trying to shoot the nuclear missiles off, but someone's stopping him. So I'm gonna find out who that is. Um, you go to Korea because he's going to Korea for kimchi or something like that. Um, so Captain America and Black Widow and Hawkeye they go to Korea, South Korea to find that doctor because apparently. Holy crap! I don't remember any of this. I'm taking. <laughs> you could be making all of this up I, right now, I, I am. and I would. Well, because I this would is the part. You. This is the part where Ultron is trying to create his synthetic body, his new, right. his new updated body with the vibranium. Oh, right. The doctor. Yeah, yeah. Right. The doctor is the girl that he yeah. he that, touches the with South, the Loki the stick. South, the South Korean doctor who they mm-hmm. inserted in the movie for overseas sales. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Should have been Chinese then. Well, yeah. You know, the movie big or in, North Korean. That's still it'll play in the that's, Koreas. That's still. <laughs> That still would have gone well in China. Yes, as we all go to the the standard stereotype of the old producer who's like, it'll play well overseas. Yeah. We'll get a South Korean doctor. We I like those South Koreans. We don't need a stereotype. That really is what it is now. I got to know them great in the 1950s. <laughs> That's why these movies do very well. There's very little that gets lost in translation. Yeah. Um. So they go. They they Flying go. Flying robot bad. <laughs> I think that was the actual name of the translation into South Korean. Avengers flying Avengers robot bad. Avengers colon flying robot, <laughs> robot bad. bad. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, they have a chase scene where they're trying to get the body from Ultron, and the body's on a truck because the giant flying robot can't pick up the damn f- thing and fly with it. He's got to put it on a truck. Um, it's very heavy. Uh, Captain uh, Black Widow rides on a motorcycle that jumps out of a plane. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. They're fighting on the truck, and Captain mm-hmm. America's throwing a shield against the big robot because shields work against robots. He, that's his move because he's, he's a cleric. Good. That's all he can do. <laughs> he's a cleric. That's yeah, true. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and the um, and eventually Black Widow is captured by Ultron. Mm. Yes, and uh, but the body manages to find its way to the Avengers. Uh, and the Avengers take it back to the Avengers Mansion or Avengers Tower, and uh, Tony Stark's like, "Hey, w- look who's alive! Jarvis is alive. He he was trying to, pre- to. He's in the cloud. He's in the cloud. He was backed up through Apple <laughs> on my Dropbox. Yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's put him into this body. And they're like, "That's a terrible idea. Every idea you've ever had is terrible." <laughs> He's like, "No, guys. This time it'll work. This time it'll work." He's like. 12 times a charm, times guys. Times. He's telling like Banner, like, we need to do this. And Banner's like, oh, Jesus, please, God, no. <laughs> Go back to doing movies with Robert Duvall. 
Um, meanwhile, Thor's like, man, I really want to get in a hot tub, and I really want to introduce useless characters to this movie. Hey, look, Stellan Skarsgård! <laughs> so they go into the hot tub. And I know you. They go into the hot tub of plot. You're the naked guy from Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they go to the, 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 the hot tub of plot and learn that the Loki Pokey stick has... <laughs> Why did it take us this long to call it that? I, I think Kevin Smith called it the Loki Pokey oh, stick. Oh, so okay. That's great. Um, f- they, they find out that it has the mind gem, one of the infinity stones. Yeah. And he's like, oh, how could I have been so stupid? Um, yeah. And so they... they um, they Thor flies in. He's like, no, we're going to take care of this robot and make him alive all of your opinions don't matter um because this is not a democracy this is a thorocracy <laughs> this movie is called iron man 4 for a reason, reason. <laughs> uh tony it's not iron man 4 and pulls the lever <laughs> the switch it on he does the peace sign and he walks out <laughs> um also uh, by the way during the korea fight scene you find out that uh scarlet witch and quicksilver are now turned good they're good now. They're on our oh, side. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. To, 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 they're they're there too. Uh, so they they're all arguing back and forth. No, we should keep them alive. Yes, we should keep them alive. It's like Thor's like Thorocracy. <laughs> I am a hammer. Why <laughs> <laughs> won't anyone listen to me? And then Paul Bettany comes out of this the cocoon. Yeah. And he's all red and terrifying looking. <laughs> he literally looks like the devil. That does not look happy. And everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? I mean, like, it is a crescendo of people going, what in the hell is happening? Tony runs out. I'm in for it. Yeah. He jumps out the window, parachute <laughs> opens up. Big four on it. <laughs> um, but no, the the so he's like, it's like, I am Paul Bettany. I'm here to help out with the movie from now on. I'm the only thing that can defeat Ultron. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, you do that. And everyone's like, please don't hurt us. We shouldn't, we should, we should, you know, can we help him? Can we not? Is he going to help? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but he's like, no, we should go. And he picks up Thor's hammer, which is a symbol of the fact that he's good. He's worthy. He's worthy of the hammer. And they're like, okay, let's go to Sokovia. Wait, wait, my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally useless without this. Then uh, the song Everybody's Working for the Weekend plays is a montage of them. Going, no, I don't. Ooh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to work. No, they um, <laughs> they find out that Natasha is being held in the, the same castle that was from Act 1, mm-hmm. which they were like, oh, pfft. of yeah. course they had to reuse that set. Sure. Um. They, hey, they had a lot of sets of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of locations yeah. and a lot of sets. And uh, Scarlet Witch is sitting in a prison cell going, I'm a monster! <laughs> no like, man will have me. No man will have me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so it turns out that Ultron's new plan is he is going to take the city of Sokovia and raise it up into the sky yep. and drop it. And then drop it. Yeah, he's going to create an asteroid uh, event, but he couldn't get an asteroid. So he's like, I'll just make an asteroid. Because that's what James Spader would do. James Spader, of course, would be like, it's like, uh, I'm just going to destroy Earth with an asteroid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's how James Spader is going to kill us all. I have just come to that conclusion. It's fair. Um, so as, as they're raising the asteroid up, 
the Avengers show up and they're trying to evacuate the city. Yeah. Um, two major things are ha- uh, three major things are happening. They're trying to evacuate the city, mm-hmm. defeat the army of Killer Ultrons, um, and they're also trying to stop the the big asteroid from hitting Earth. Yeah, they're um, trying to disable the thing and do a thing, the thing so and, that it, before yeah. it gets kind of too high, yeah. so that it'll just hurt a lot of things as opposed to like wiping out all life. It will just it will wipe out just Yugoslavia. So <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, exactly, just yeah. Eastern Europe. <laughs> we gotta get it. We gotta get it before it gets high enough to take out Western Europe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it's we like, need to do here. There's a there's a there's a bunch of like people in like Latvia who are like. Uh, still better than when it was under Stalin. You know? <laughs> yeah. We are expendable. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. No, Avengers. Avengers is okay. He's okay. He's just Latvia. <laughs> Protect Belgium. <laughs> Protect the Benelux Corridor. <laughs> He's okay. I have my FIFA. I have my unfiltered cigarettes. He's okay. That is kind of what this movie was all about. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So, um, yeah, they're, they're all taking out the, the Ultron robots. Um, Cap, Cap is, is getting people onto, uh, is trying to get people off, but all of a mm-hmm. sudden it gets raised up and they can't get people off anymore. And then Nick Fury shows up in a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the dangerous, dangerous hover carriers from Captain America that was going to kill everyone. He just happened to keep an extra one just in case. That's Ooh. how he rolls. <laughs> Learning nothing. nothing. <laughs> that's like that's the theme of this movie. No one has learned anything mm-hmm. about anything. Um, no, everything is a terrible idea until it's a good idea. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how so, these movies all work. So McFlurry shows up in a spaceship. <laughs> They're able to evacuate everyone, uh, even the dog, because you got to have the dog. Oh, the dog, as long as the yeah. dog lives. And then there's Hawkeye who. Throughout the entire movie, he said this this great backstory and all this pathos about how he's like getting too old for this, and he's got a wife and kids, and he's just about to retire. Um, Ultron shows up in a gunship and is like mowing down everyone, and you're like, oh, this is where Hawkeye bites it. And Hawkeye and uh, well, Hawkeye sees a kid, and he's like, I gotta protect this kid. So Hawkeye just says, ah, this is where I buy it, and everyone's like, oh, this is where Hawkeye buys it, and he goes and he takes the kid, but no, out of nowhere, he's pushed out of the way by Quicksilver, and Quicksilver buys it. So bizarre. So once again, we learn nothing because the character that we've grown to love, no repercussions for any of their actions. Yeah. The new guy is expendable, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm letting some of my anger out towards this I, movie. No, I understand. Um, I get it. It's hard. And so they they managed to evacuate everyone. Uh, they blow up the asteroid. Uh, Scarlet Witch, at seeing that her brother Quicksilver is killed rages out and blows yeah. up everyone. You have a great scene where all the Avengers are are protecting this little thing that if they push the button, it'll blow everything up. So they're like, don't push that button. Don't push that button. I'm going to push that button. Don't push that button. I'm going to push that button. And then they, they push the button. And yeah, they, they, uh, they, they ma- push the button. They manage to blow everything up. Everyone is safe. They kill all the Ultron robots. Vision actually kills the last of the Ultron robots. Um, they have this great moment where they talk about, does humanity deserve to exist mm-hmm. and uh you know ultron's like no and vision's like yes and then you know and then ultron's like okay okay i guess and then he dies and then he dies um yeah and it's pretty much it's more like oh, okay fine <laughs> <sighs> um, we also failed to mention that a bunch of uh the the 
the the the B grade Avengers show up, like Falcon and uh, War Machine show up to help too. <laughs> yes, the B team shows the up. The B team. So at the end of the movie, it turns out the Avengers have a new headquarters in upstate New York. Um, you know, maybe Schenectady. Um, <laughs> yep, Schenectady or, or you know Buffalo. Some, Buffalo, yeah. <laughs> upstate, up, up in Buffalo, they have a the go Avengers, see a, the go Avengers see, Albany yeah. edition. <laughs> you can go see not only the Avengers headquarters, but taking a Buffalo Sabers game. Um, <laughs> wow, made a sports reference. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Well, it's the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, they're a good team. No, they're not. Um. They might be. No. I wouldn't know. No, they are. And then the so it's like uh, Captain America, and so uh, Iron Man at this point is like, no, this time I'm I'm retired for sure. This time, not like I said at the end of Iron Man two, or Iron Man three, <laughs> or the last Avengers Man. movie. I'll be back in Iron Man five. <laughs> Jumps out the window with his parachute <laughs> and a big five on it. Five with a question yeah. mark. Thor's like, I have to go because plot, <laughs> because my director of my movie is telling me I need to go here. Um. And uh, so the the event, uh, Bruce Banner, he goes off and flies the jet off by himself. Like, it's a really stupid scene of the big green Hulk trying to fly a plane. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Hulk not know where Altimeter is. <laughs> Hulk unqualified <laughs> for this. Hulk log 16 hours of flight simulator. <laughs> um, Never learn how to land. <laughs> So yeah, the Hulk the Hulk goes out anywhere, which leaves the Avengers B team of Captain America, Black Widow, Falcon, War Machine, and Scarlet Witch and Vision to uh to take up the mantle. Yeah. The movie no one wants to see <laughs> Avengers colon the B team. And it will be in two parts. In two parts. Um of course there'll be more. Of course Robert Downey Jr. will return. Robert Downey Jr. will return in <laughs> Avengers live and let die. I have a feeling we just may see <laughs> him again. <laughs> um, but not Hawkeye. He's got a farm to run. <laughs> yes, Hawkeye goes uh, goes back to uh, to his farm to his to the lovely Linda Cardellini, who just looks tired throughout wow. the entire movie. She's just like <sighs> dusty. <laughs> she looks dusty. <laughs> It's a farm and everything's yeah. dusty. She she was pregnant. And she has her kid because, as we all know, a woman is not fulfilled in these movies until she has a child. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, the title, the end sequence is is uh, of course Thanos getting upset and being like, "I'm gonna go get those things myself." <laughs> I, th- I think that's what he says. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. notes i don't actually have that many production notes for this movie this movie was pretty by the book it's like everything was already set whedon was gonna direct again people Mm -hmm. were coming back i mean some of the casting interesting um two interesting things i want to talk about with this movie um 
before we kind of uh, one of them, some that we've been hinting at the entire podcast. Um, one thing is is the Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver. We mentioned earlier that uh, technically they're considered part of X Men canon, so Fox technically had the rights to use them in the movies, um, and they did. Uh, Quicks. Well, and the only time they actually ever did was the X Men movie right before this, which was X Men nineteen seventies. Uh, X Men: Age of Sideburns, um, where Quicksilver actually has a really fun scene. However, Scarlet Witch doesn't really show up till the end of the movie as a baby. Um, in this movie, uh, there was a. The rumor was was that there's a joint sharing project. It's that technically, um, they weren't allowed to call the characters Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, which they never actually do in the movie. Um, and that uh, I believe it's there's there's some somewhat similar in the oh in right the I'm sorry franchise. I didn't mean to cut you off but I was I was curious earlier who who um, who played uh, Quicksilver in uh, Days of Future Past it was Evan Peters yeah. from uh, American Horror Story American also Horror Story which we talked about last time yeah um, so yeah they they had the um, yeah there's the, so there's a joint sharing project in it. and I think that that was kind of like an fu to Fox is the fact that they killed off Quicksilver in this movie and had Scarlet Witch be more of the the prominent one because in the X-Men Days of Future Past, um, Quicksilver is the main character and Scarlet Witch hasn't really done anything. So there might be some... It might be, or it might also be the other way to look at that. It could be like, okay, Quicksilver can be kind of your guy. Yeah. We're going to use him here, but but we won't use him as much. We'll, yeah. we'll kill him off. And then... Scarlet, which you haven't had a chance to use, will will take. And also, there is a thing in, within the Marvel Comics continuity of kind of uh, the, in a way, Marvel is kind of like trying to distance itself from the properties it no longer has for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. X Men, which is was, was one of the top sellers of Marvel for a long time, doesn't even exist anymore, really. Hmm. Um, yes, Wolverine's still in the comics, uh, but he was killed off. And, uh, you know, and the Fantastic Four no longer exists in the Marvel Universe either. Um, so they're kind of, you know, saying, you know, we're not going to promote your stuff because sure. you know, taking it away from us. Kind yeah, of makes sense. I mean, it's kind of a little childish, but at the same time, it's, nah, it it's makes, business. It makes sense. It's yeah. business. It'll play overseas. Greed is good. Greed is good. Well, no, he's in the next movie. Um, <laughs> That's true. So and the other thing I want to talk about was the backlash of this movie. Um, the, the, the term is social justice warrior. Um, and it's, it's people who don't like what they see online and they kind of take it to a level of harassment of the people who, you know, are offending them in some way or another. I guess it's a, it's a one way I could put it, I guess. Um, we got a lot of crap in this movie, um, because of the, supposed portrayal of black widow in particular that scene that we were talking about yeah. where she finds out that or where she where she relives the fact that she can't have children mm-hmm. um and she goes and she's when she's hanging out with gruffalo saying um you know i'm a monster too but a lot of people took it to the fact that she can't have children as the fact that that's why she's saying she's a monster I don't agree with that at all. I think it's more because she's killed like thousands of people. That's why she's a monster. But... I think it's because she she has this. She feels like this, and 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 maybe that's right or wrong. I, I think yeah. she she's saying she feels like that, and that you know she feels more connection with sort of these kind of outsider characters in the Avengers and sort yeah. of this comic book world. I think that Joss Whedon has a lot of um, goodwill with. 
um, his portrayal of strong, independent, um, worthwhile female characters. I think he's done a fantastic job in his career up to that point. I think more so than probably any other (laughs) prominent working director. Like, if you were going to come after anyone for their portrayal of a woman on screen, it would not be Joss Whedon. It really should not be Joss Whedon. I think... Marvel engine. I do think that the movie deserves some flack for its portrayal of and and, and last time in, in Guardians of the Galaxy um, last week we talked about or two weeks ago whenever these air, Gamora. we talked about Gamora being not really prominent in any of sort of the marketing materials and some of that. And I remember that you you mentioned when we were talking about the plot, the scene where Black Widow uh, comes out of the truck or whatever, or the, out of the plane, yeah. and she's, she's on the motorcycle. Yeah. The toy yeah. <laughs> of that, and, and, and I only know this because it came up because it was controversial, that toy and that depiction of that scene on the box, it's replaced with, with Captain, Captain America. America. Because... God forbid anyone play with a black widow, any boy play with a black, notwithstanding the fact that, that girls play with toys uh, and can also play with this thing. And that boys, I I had a She-Ra. I didn't really care. I had fun with kind of all of them. I wanted all of the toys. It really wasn't a big deal. I want to make fun of you so bad. Who cares? (laughs) No, it's fine. And you can, and and that's not really a big deal. I, I wasn't worried about it. I had those action figures and I had some of the other ones. Like I, just no. had action figures. They were toys. And that, that wouldn't have been an, an issue. And I think it's indicative of kind of the larger problem. Again, we talked about this a little bit in last I'm going to go with Tarantino does a better portrayal of strong, independent women than Joss Whedon. But I will. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I will. I, but I think he Jackie also. Jackie fe- Brown. But and I also Kill think Bill. he fetishizes it. So that takes away from a little bit of it. But anyway, continue with what you were saying. I, I, and going back to, to I, I agree with your point of, of I don't think that she was necessarily saying no, that. No, she wasn't. Yeah. And even if that was a part of it. I don't believe for a second that that's what Joss Whedon was saying or was saying in, in a way to say, yeah. like, I agree with this or people think like this, like that that this is something that that this is why she feels that well, way. Well, I mean, it's even he if is no, there's no reason to think that he, again, yeah, of yeah. all people would come out and say something like that. Well, and in I his think, work. yeah, I think the the other thing, too, is that what's wrong with a character having opinion like that? I mean, yes, like it's she shouldn't think that way, but that's what could make her an interesting character is how she comes to the real in uh, a the realization of this, b the reconciliation of it. Right. You know, that you can play with stuff like unpopular mm-hmm. opinions that characters can have, um, and they don't even have to grow out of those opinions. They could just be interesting opinions that the character has that other people don't have. It's just you have to play with that, and I don't think. And as I say, I don't think it's Ween saying that about the mm-hmm. people. I think it's just. I think it's she's more. I'm a monster because she's killed lots of. She's a ex Russian spy. She's killed lots of people. Um, she literally is a monster in the real world. If we came across a person who's killed, you killed six thousand people, or you killed sixty people, we'd be like, "Holy crap, you're a monster!" <laughs> that, that, yeah. And I think that's probably more true. I, yeah. I think that's a misread on on the part of of some people who, yeah, I just, who kind of jumped. I just, on that i just i think it's funnier in my opinion of like the people who are like i'm a monster I can't have it's like why would you even think she said that um and especially because it's it's she's going playing off of bruce banner who is this monster who himself says i can't have children um you know it's just it's interesting it's it's an interesting yeah. play um also you know it's also the uh you know th- there is a lot of problems like 
Black Widow wasn't on any of the toys. You could go to a store right now and buy any Avenger figure except Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Not anything. Or Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch isn't in anything either. You can't find those toys. I, my, I've said this before on the podcast. My daughter has lots of superhero toys, and I don't promote that. I'm not like I'm not like here, here's the toys, here's the superheroes. There's the plenty of superheroes. <laughs> like the things I like. Like the things that I like. Push, push, push. No, I'm not like that. Um, but she like will go to a toy fair and she'll be like, oh look, you know Wolverine. I want Wolverine and stuff like that. There are never any girl toys, any girl superheroes. And I'm like, as a, what person thinks that a boy wouldn't like a toy of a girl if the, especially if you see. Like, if a kid sees, like, a cartoon that has a girl superhero in it, why not have the girl? Yeah. I, you know, I, it drives me absolutely up the wall. Uh, it's it's crazy, and, it, and I'd like to think that that's changing, but we're talking about a movie from 2015. Like, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I'd like to think that... This was literally six months ago. We're <laughs> noticing this. Well, a lot has happened in six, six months, months, and I like to think that we've made a significant progress. Donald Trump is a front-runner of the GOP. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, it's oh, a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, 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 I think we've said all we need to say about about yeah. that. I don't think either of us buy you know, the, Joss, the Joss Whedon hates women yeah. controversy. Joss Whedon had to leave Twitter because I guess people were harassing him, and and, and that's ridiculous. I, I you know, I, I yeah. certainly, I, I don't understand why people even talk to celebrities on Twitter. <laughs> just, just leave them alone. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge my existence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some just some other production. The Twitter users are the real monsters. <laughs> No, I think sharks are the real monsters. <laughs> the monsters. The monsters <laughs> are the, are the real, real monsters. monsters. Um, just really quick, um, the Rotten Tomatoes has this at 74%. Um, average rating of 6.7. Uh, the uh, Last week, I, I failed to mention that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy had an 8.4 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And this has a... Uh, nice job. Yeah, 6.7. Uh, also, Age of Ultron grossed $456.9 million and a worldwide gross of $1.4 billion. Yep. Billion with the B. Well. Making it the third highest grossing film of all time. Though th- mm, that... I was going to say, it's been it's been replaced since by, uh, by, by Jurassic World. By Jurassic World, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the... the, the uh, uh, it is the sixth highest grossing film of all time. And the third highest grossing of 2015. Jesus. It, so that's what was the do we do they have besides Jurassic World? What what would have been the other one? Is uh, it Minions? Probably Minions. Is it the damn Minions? <laughs> that's what this movie definitely needed more of was Minions. minions. Yeah, because uh, quick side note. I mean, we I know we're talking about this. Um, I've seen a lot of movies this summer with my daughter. You know, I I'm I have the summers off, so I, I take her to go see a lot of movies. Um, we saw Minions, and that movie was a mess sure. of just, like, pop culture references, and it was silly, and it was stupid, it was full of fart jokes. Um, and then I went and took her to go see Shaun the Sheep. That movie was like, it was like a Fellini film in comparison to the Minions. <laughs> I mean, I, it, Federico Fellini's Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> exactly. It was like the red balloon of yeah. children's movies. And I was just like, this is such a wonderful movie. No one is going to take their kid to see this because they're too busy watching fart jokes in the Minions. Ugh. I, exactly. Um, did, did your daughter like it? Or did oh, yeah, was she, she just like it needed more Minions? She was <laughs> she was like, I ran out of M&Ms halfway through the movie, Dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's a sign of a good movie, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I've seen, yeah, we saw Inside Out and we've seen, uh, mm. we saw a re-release of The Jungle Book. 
um, oh. on the, the theaters. But aside from that, um, production note wise, I mean, this movie was. Um, it, it's kind it, of always going to happen. Well, it, it was, think, it, but know? it had a lot of issues. Um, we didn't had a much longer cut. The the original cut of this movie was like over three hours long. Yeah. Um, the studio told him to cut it down. Um, but they told, and he wanted to cut the hot tub scene, the Thor hot tub scene. But the studio wanted it because it set up the next Thor movie, and uh, they wanted him to cut the farm scene. Which and I said, cut both of them. <laughs> um, yeah, this this movie was uh, one of the big criticisms of it yeah. was is that it wasn't a movie to stand alone on its own. It had too much of like, hey guys, look what movies are coming out: Black Panther, uh, Thor three, Captain yeah. America: Civil War. You know, it, it, a lot of that stuff. And uh, I, I kind of agree with that criticism. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that and how we feel section. So, um, how how'd you feel about this movie? Um, I, I I said up top, I I think that I like it more than you. I even am okay with. uh Oh, the mic came off of the stand. <laughs> this is I don't I don't know where this I'm is going to go. I'm hungover, so I just need to lean back for a little bit. I just expect you at some point. You're about to, like after I go, then you're going to say something, and then you're just going to drop the mic <laughs> and then just like leave, and then just be like Iron Man four. <laughs> um. I even I was okay with the farm scene. I was okay. Yeah, I was with, fine with the farm scene. With too. really all of it, I think that the big city, the the fl- big flying, flying city, flying scene Sokovia <laughs> went too long. Yeah. I think it was it was it felt like half the movie. You were describing <laughs> scenes in your recap that I I I don't remember. You know, I feel like there's a there was just a lot thrown at you. Yeah. Um this and just a lot happened. It was it was relentless but not in a good way. Yeah. Like we talked about with uh with with some of the some of the better movies that we've kind of that we've seen. Um it suffered a bit from the 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 sequel uh character bloat. Yeah. Um where you got to add more good guys, you got to add more bad guys and I I felt like the twins and Vision and Ultron was probably at least one too many. Maybe if quick the twins could have been combined into maybe one new character and then Vision, or maybe Vision didn't have to even be exist. That was probably yeah. a bit much. Those are kind of my 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 criticisms. I, I think it's a far from perfect movie. I, I think it does have a lot of problems structurally, thematically. I I completely agree. I think. The movie spent far too much time on action scenes and not enough time on the step back, have the characters talk for a little bit, explain kind of what's going on. Maybe not necessarily through exposition, but through just dialogue. Right. And and this is an example of a movie where we want that because the characters are so established. We want more of like the the party scene where we were, they're playing off of each other we know the characters we like seeing them kind of be funny the thing that we both really liked in in thor cold in the dark world was the the um the thor and loki scenes yeah where they're kind of bouncing off of each other those are the things that these movies do really well the action 
they do pretty well too but like you know that you're gonna get some of that like you're gonna get big cg battles you're gonna get some cool stuff you're gonna get a something that's gonna one-up the last movie and it's gonna try to wipe out the 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 world well and and that's part of the thing too is like ultron why does he want to destroy the world he watched a youtube video about (laughs) tony stark let's give him some development let's find out why ultron wants to be evil like let me care about his reasons for being a villain he was a little he was a little too like we created like he got created and now he's evil it it was is hydra all over again where it's just like evil because evil is the best (laughs) evil evil is best evil You know, it's it's none of that like where you have those those much more interesting villains where they're yeah. the ones that don't realize they're the villains. Those are always the best. We really don't get those in these movies, and no. I keep harping on it, and I keep wanting no, one. But I mean, well, uh, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, I I I'm more positive on the movie probably than negative because you know I think. Whedon knows what he's doing. I think he's got a good handle on these characters. He still doesn't seem to care much about Thor. He keeps finding reasons to send him out of the movie. Thor, go go check out this thing. Thor uh, out. Yeah. He they even take his hammer away. Somebody else can use your hammer. We don't need you. You know, he's really trying to like distance himself from Thor. Really is. Yeah. And now that he's, you know, not going to be working on any more Marvel movies yeah. for the time being, then then I think that's going to be a, a decent um we might see a shift with that, with with how that's treated, but you know, I, I think so. Thor colon was... Ragnarok is going to be like a grand old time, maybe. Uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I I think ultimately everything was was fine here. It was it was enjoyable to watch. There was a lot of fun. I did. I think there were maybe too many new characters, but I liked all the new characters. I did really like Ultron, even though he was. Yeah, he was cartoon. One note, yeah. but he was he was creepy. I hated the CG in Ultron, by the way. I thought Ultron looked terrible. Yeah, I think he looked better at first. When he was he like the, started to get the skinny beat up robot. That's kind of how he cooler. originally looked in the comics. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, like they could have repaired him, but that's still that sleek, skinny, menacing was far scarier than big super buff robot. Yeah, and I'm just like that looks silly. He wouldn't need to do that. He's no, he not about he's a robot. strength. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't need to look imposing. It was always just about like I'm doing this, and this is well, the save we, everything. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We cut out there for a second. I did. That was weird. Um, you know the um, and that's what I was saying. That's uh, and that's James Spader in a nutshell. It's like James Spader's not scary, but James Spader's voice is scary, <laughs> and he his, definitely does a great job. Like. Here. James Spader's like crazy eyes when he's staring at you, reading off like you don't even know my name. I'm the Lizard King, you know. Like that's what's <laughs> that's scary Ultron, yeah, right there, yeah. That's but that's that's exactly what he needs, and mm-hmm. Ultron doesn't need to be this super big imposing. I felt like yeah. that almost was a studio note, like yeah, Ultron's great right here, but what if he had big fake robot pecs because robot pecs show that he's strong as a robot he's imposed he's visibly physically imposing yeah i mean like like i don't like if i saw this guy i wouldn't be scared by a skinny robot would you be scared by a skinny robot joan no mike i wouldn't be scared by a skinny robot exactly you need to have a big 
fucking strong robot. You need to have that going on, or there's no point to it. <laughs> Getting very animated yeah. as you talk <laughs> angrily about. Is that, the is that reference to Joan over there? No, you don't. You don't need to. He's. I would not be scared by him. I liked a lot of the smaller touches. I, I don't think that they, they did a good job necessarily with, with yeah. the twins, but I think that they maybe will. Um, well, well, one of them is because well, one of them is dead. One, yeah. with, <laughs> one is dead. We need we need that. Let's get the better looking Olsen girl. Let's get her over there. Is there one? Is there an Olsen that's not crazy? Is there oh, an there Olsen is? that looks slightly less like a, like an ape? <laughs> like an ape. <laughs> they look like chimpanzees. Wow. All three of them. Yes. I don't like them. All right, well, there you go. Like, we need the one that's going to be the breakout star of Godzilla. Let's bring her in. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, is I know a lot of I, I a lot of my female friends do like Elizabeth Olsen for some odd reason. I don't know why. I I would I liked uh, I liked Quicksilver better in this movie because I like the fact that it was like a Euro trash member of of the Avengers. And Elizabeth Olsen doing an Eastern European accent is like me doing an Eastern European accent. Like when they sit here and go, it's okay, Latvia get destroyed, it's fine. That's exactly how she sounded in this movie. <laughs> she did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were, you know, like all that was missing was the hymn of the Volga Boltman. And like that was all that was missing from this movie. Like, oh, meanwhile, in former Yugoslav Republic of Sokovia. Eastern Black Nation, you know, oh, a big statue of like Stalin in the red square. That's what needed in this movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my feelings are is like this movie was relentless. It was nonstop, but not in a good way. They needed to have slowdown moments. They needed to have character moments. You needed to care about these characters. You can add new characters, but you have to have a reason for them to be there. The twins, yes. The problem was was that there's two of them. You don't need to add both of them. And the vision. the pro They could have saved the vision for the last movie, and it would have been awesome to have him be like this big like deus ex machina that helps take down Thanos. But instead, they have him in this movie, and it feels like a letdown when he shows up with 20 minutes left in the movie, and you want to see, I want to see more of robot Paul Bettany. That's what I want to see. Mm -hmm. Give him big robot pecs. Give him robot pecs <laughs> like Ultron. Right, Joan? That's right. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, that's what you need in this movie. It was just so ridiculous. And like you were saying, there's like, why did we need that whole South Korean train thing where Captain America's throwing a shield? We know Captain America can throw a shield. We saw him fight Ultron earlier in the movie and the shield didn't work. Why do we need to see this again? That entire yeah. 15 minute sequence could have been a either taken out of the movie or used for something that actually built the characters up. That made me care about the characters. And once again, Tony... My mic is going out because of, of, of my animation. But once again, Tony Stark is the worst villain of this movie. And no one acknowledges it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's like... Uh, yeah. You well, created causes, Ultron! <laughs> he causes all the problems. Yeah. And, he, and he think he feels kind of bad about it. You created the villain of Iron Man 3! The villain of Iron Man 2! The villain of Iron Man 1! You created this, Tony! You know, it's like... You know that thing that's going to open up the portal and, and that's going to kill the world in Avengers 1? You created that, too! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes! Hold on, I'm going to get a new mic. Alright, so as, as now that I'm back, it's like... Uh, the uh, 
<laughs> I, you lost your I, angry I lost, ranting I train of thought, man, but I, yeah. but I, but it, I, I think everything is, is. I just love the fact that I get to the point in movies where I'm the one who's saying like, no, there needs to be more talking and less punching. Well, and that's and that's indicative, I think, of the larger problem. And if you, if yeah. you are going to that, like, I need more yeah. introspection and character <laughs> development in my Avengers films, then they've gone too far. Yeah. Like, that's really part of the problem, but. I'm willing to give it, you know, more of a pass, I think, only because maybe it's maybe it comes down to my expectations are really low. Yeah. But I did like a lot of the, the small touches that they did. I think I yeah. think, you know, again, it comes down to Whedon having a really good understanding of these characters and, you know, the stuff between uh, Black Widow and Hulk, the stuff between, you know, the, even the farm scene where it's like at the end of the day, like, you know, he has another whole life Wait, well let's let's you talk know, let's that talk he's about gonna kind of go back to. let's talk about not necessarily the farm scene but hawkeye in general in this movie hawkeye is actually given a lot of screen time in this movie he's uh if black i don't know why black widow is everybody's least favorite character hawkeye is clearly the least the, the interesting worst character. character well i mean he's <laughs> he actually is is pretty quippy in this movie jeremy renner who i can't understand why hollywood keeps making me want to see Oh my Jeremy god! Renner. He's in like twelve movies a year. Yeah, it's like he's like Justin Long was. It's like stop trying to make Justin Long a thing. Trap, <laughs> stop trying to make Jeremy Renner a thing. Um, I I just feel like every time I see Jeremy Renner, I'm just like, oh my god, stop! It's Jeremy Renner again. Yeah. Um, but he's he's quippy in this movie. He actually has some interesting dialogue. He's given a backstory, which is more than he's had in the other two movies that he's been in. Yeah. Um, Lord knows why he wasn't in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right, because he's boring. Um, he's, but and that movie was good, but the whole thing is, is that you were, you were, t we were told that one of the members of the Avengers is going to die in this movie. It was said beforehand and everyone was like, it's Hawkeye. Hawkeye's going to die because Hawkeye is the most expendable character in this cast. Yeah. He, his powers are bows and arrows, which and he has the same powers has, as Neolithic hunters, Kevin. See, he still has more. I, I was thinking about this earlier, actually. He still manages to have more of a power than Black Widow does, whose power is just like gymnastics and like guns. Boobs she and guns. like a 38. His, <laughs> and the power to be a monster, his, don't you know? <laughs> she is a monster. I'm a monster! She, does, she doesn't have the power to have kids, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, see. Hawkeye does. He has before. three of them. Anyway, it's from before. Yeah. Um, he His power isn't. He doesn't, you know, yeah. he, he's not Legolas where it's like innate to him, but like, you know, there he has really good aim, <laughs> I guess, which I guess is a power. It's more of a power than shooting. You know what would work better than bows and arrows, Kevin? Guns. Anything. Guns would anything work better. Else. Yeah, anything. A bazooka. Like if he was like Hawkeye and he's like, why do I call you Hawkeye? And he pulled out a bazooka and he shot something with a bazooka. <laughs> Way cooler than a bow and arrow. There's a lot of bows and arrows lately, too. Because yeah. uh, we've got arrow, and we've got this guy Hunger over games. here. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, why? Like, they're so. You know what? You know what? You know what why, don't you have a, why don't you have a gun bow? It's called a crossbow. Use that instead, <laughs> you. It's so problematic. Yeah. It's so. It's such inherently. You know how many arrows you can carry? Not enough. That's how many arrows you can carry. Um, it, it, he even says that. He goes like, I'm trapped on an island full of robots. You know, I'm talking to a woman who could, could like shoot red lightning bolts, and I have the power of bows and arrows. All right, let's go do this. Yeah. Like, that's what makes him it's, relatively it's funny. funny of a character. But the fact that they give him this backstory, they give him the farm, they, they set it up that he's going to have a kid. Um, 
that's going to you know uh, just be born and he's like keeps putting the off project must have originally killed him it had they to must have because they do not spend that much time showing a character's family, family backstory without him dying to have them continue on well and that's the whole thing and is that um this okay so um not to complain too much about st- uh, bring star wars into this but the original ending of star wars return of the jedi lando calrissian dies mm-hmm. um he dies when when the Death Star explodes. You know, you know, let's not even go with that one. The original ending of Empire Strikes Back, or the beginning of Return of the Jedi, is Han Solo dies. Han Solo dies in Carbonite. Uh, Harrison Ford did not want to come back. Um, he was a big dump truck full of money came and dumped it on his lawn, and he was like, "Okay, I'll come." He's like, "All right, I'll come back. We're home, Chewie." He didn't want to reprise Han Solo in the third movie, so they were going to kill off Han Solo. And his his justification is he said that he goes, "Unless a main character dies, there's no." Um, like, there's there's no consequence. Nothing's at stake. Nothing's at really. stake. It, it it makes it real. And in a way. And yeah, in a way. And that's the same thing with this movie is the fact that none of the characters that we have known had died, and that's what Hawkeye was set up to. Hawkeye was set up to die. Mm-hmm. And instead, the fact that Quicksilver dies, a character that we had just met and just started to like, makes it even worse. It's like because it's like. Oh, Hawkeye named his son Pietro after this guy that he only knew for 13 seconds and who beat the shit out of Hawkeye several times. But it's okay. I named my son after him because he sacrificed his life to help me. Like, it was so empty of a yeah. sacrifice that it was just, it bugged the crap out of me as a as a, as a viewer. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, this is so disingenuous. Hawkeye should have died. And as much as I, you know, you grew to, and you grew to like Hawkeye during this movie, they forced you to like Hawkeye. <laughs> They're like, he's funny. He has a family. He's a family man. He has a farm. People like people on farms. They they made it a point to show you everything that he had to lose. Yep. And it should have. And guess what he lost? He nothing. lost nothing. He should. I mean, that would have been. It, it would. There you go. That's No, I think you're absolutely right. You, said, I think you, you had an you epiphany right there. Like, bing. Because. <laughs> That would that is why the whole Scarlet Witch like seeing your fears thing felt unresolved because his the fear in the beginning about the Avengers dying and that Tony Stark was the cause of it yeah never materialized it would have in one a little bit at least with that one death it would have come to some sort of resolution and that would have made more sense to where he was like guy have to leave because i this is yeah you know this is why i have to go because well, i i have to go and and ponder this because well, i not I only cause this thing not only he, that but the one person that you don't get to see there interfere is hawkeye who you know gets away with it because he, he's like i already had my mind but what would you have yeah. seen you would have seen a either a his wife or kids dying or him dying and leaving his wife and kids alone yeah. and you don't get that you don't get that resolution yeah. Because you're, you're absolutely right. That's a huge, huge problem. Yeah. And that's because that's what, you know, and if you he, may have just talked me down a letter grade, because <laughs> if he had seen that or I mean, like, that's what you're implied to get at the end of the movie, because if he died, they could have called that back and said, like, that was then, you know, that that was his real fear. I the saw time. this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I saw this happening. Well, not even that, but it's like it's like this is what he would have seen. Yeah, you know, like that, and Scarlet Witch maybe could have used his mind to give him some peaceful thoughts in the future that his wife and kids will be fine, you know, without him. 
yeah. or something like that. Like, don't worry, you'll be forgotten. <laughs> she does the finger thing over his face, and he's like, ooh, okay. But that's, yeah, that's, and it's just like, the, you can't, it's, it's, you know, I always talk about Chekhov's gun on this thing. It's like, but you can't, yeah, you can't set this gun, like the gun was set. It was pointed at his temple, and then Quicksilver pushed him out of the way, and she got shot instead. And Quicksilver, you don't care about. Like yeah. you do, but you don't. Like you care about him because he's funny and he's kind of he has his little moments. But he gets killed, and you're like, well, who cared? I didn't yeah. really know him. That oh, okay, with. all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess I won't see him in the sequel. Yeah, I guess I won't see him in, in Avengers: Colon the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, it's it's it it bothered me. Yeah, I, and we talked about this movie a lot. We still got a lot more to talk about. Okay, so. all right. casting running long. running long all right so, i think it's my cable i think it's my cable that's cutting out yeah okay. it's yeah. fine for right now okay all right all right so um we we let's do a quick recap of the of the majority of our avengers so okay who's your captain america my captain america was uh val kilmer mine was uh, bruce willis bruce willis <laughs> which i realized very quickly about the val kilmer um i re-listened i didn't save any of them and i should have you put it use an iron man 3 the cardinal yeah. rule of like i'm supposed to be we're supposed to not you know, we cast yeah. somebody and then they're not supposed to come back. But I'm sticking with Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer as Captain America. We'll just I'll, I'll retcon that later uh, yeah. <laughs> that he was not in uh, Iron Man three. Um, your your Iron Man was uh, we both had the same Iron Man, Tom Cruise. Which was Tom Cruise. So this is Top Gun two. Yeah, for me. Um, then we also have um, we have Thor, Thor, which mine was Patrick Swayze. Mine was Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think Legends yours is of better. The Fall, Brad Pitt. I think I still think yours is better. Yeah. Um, as much as I love the Swayze, mm-hmm. um, we have uh, my Black Widow was um, um, Gina uh, Davis. Gina, Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I like. Uh, I went with Emmanuel Bayard from yeah. the first Mission Impossible movie. Um, okay, so and uh, now we have a lot of new people. We have a lot so. of new people. Let's. Who do you want to start with? So continuing on with the Avengers, we got our Bruce Banner. Okay, who? Do you- um, I originally had someone else who I ended up making my Hawkeye. So my, which we'll get to obviously in a second, but my Bruce Banner. Um, assuming that you can get talk him into um, taking not a leading role in whatever this is, 1997, 1998, yeah. whatever year this is, Sean Penn. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, mine, mine is, is mine is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I really tried to work Steve Buscemi into this movie. I, I couldn't I, quite do it. I knew he would have made a good vision. Maybe. It, 
You know what? I don't think I actually cast Vision in mine. I, I think I, I accidentally left him out. I can... No, I got him. I got him. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Good. Um, we, we may have the same one. I, 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 I highly doubt I we do. I feel like we should. I kind of themed mine a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, like, I, like I like to do. Um, so who do you, who did you put as your vision? My vision for vision. Yeah. It's Jeremy Irons. That's a good one. <laughs> it's very, very good. You know who I went with? Mm. I went with Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. I could see that. Yeah. I I, I only like I wanted Michael Keaton because I like the idea of someone who, like Michael Keaton. I like the idea of Michael Keaton's voice as Jarvis. Yeah. I, more I like, so than Jeremy Michael, Irons, which is a little more on the nose. Michael Keaton is is very underrated. I mean he was he was a very highly prized actor, but once he did Batman, he kinda just didn't want to do a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like he can do a lot of I think he could pull mm-hmm. off like he does comedy really well. Yeah. He does um He's he Michael Keaton has some of the best timing in Hollywood, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, well, we may be after Birdman. We may be seeing in his, in his nomination. We we his the Keaton Sons nomination. We may be a little bit of a Keaton Sons. Yeah. Um, so who do you put as your uh, Scarlet Witch? Uh, do you have a Hawkeye? Do you want to go back to Hawkeye? Oh yeah, I with can do one it. more Avenger. Uh, yeah, sure. Who do my you put? my my Hawkeye was uh, like I said. I, I originally wanted him for Bruce Banner until I until I thought about it, and I thought he would be even better. I got Ben Affleck. That's exactly who I put. Yes, I I, I needed to put Affleck. But my problem it's is always is I, good when I we have wanted the same to one. do uh, the 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 Matt Damon as well, but I couldn't find a way to put I Matt know. Damon in there. You kind of want both when you have one, especially in the late nineties. Yeah, but I'm I'm willing to. But Affleck was doing a lot of his own stuff in the late '90s. You know, sure. he was he was the bomb yeah. in Phantoms. He was the bomb in Phantoms. Um, who did you put as your uh, my uh, my Scarlet Witch? Yeah, Go back to that one. Uh, Selma Blair. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It was um, cruel intentions. Cruel intentions. Yeah. Selma Blair. My I actually went with uh, Winona Ryder, and I know you put her as yeah, Jane. Yeah, she's my Jane Foster. I, I put her as my as, and it will make sense That's when you. Good. It'll make sense when you hear my Quicksilver. Who's your Quicksilver? Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because if anyone could pull off the Eurotrust Eastern European accent, it's Johnny Depp. That would be good. I yeah. think that's better than mine. I I, I I labored over him a little bit. I was trying to 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 think about. I was running out of actors. Yeah. Really, is my problem with the late nineties. What with Josh Hartnett. I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um. Who'd you put as your Ultron? My Ultron. I'm trying to remember mine who is, is my original. You're gonna, be, you're gonna, you're. It doesn't matter what yours is because mine's gonna okay. win. Mine's gonna win. This is not a competition, but mine's gonna win. Fair enough. Uh, who'd you put? Mine is Gary Oldman. Okay, it's uh, Gary Oldman's good, but um, but it's and no. he actually, I, I would say Gary Oldman in like the professional like that. Sort yeah, of, like, that's that, definitely yeah. what I'm what yeah, I'm more. thinking. I've had enough more. of this Mickey Mouse bullshit. You know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> um, no, mine's mine's better. Okay, who's yours? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Oh, so that's so you're just you're doing a lot of you've got a lot of uh, the cast of Beetlejuice in your movie. You've got <laughs> Gina Davis, guess, Alec Baldwin. Guess who the, my director is? You've got a Tim Burton a Avengers. Tim Burton too. Avengers two. Raw, okay. This that's was pretty good. I was inspired because um, when I went and saw Ant Man with my friend Chris yeah. and uh, uh, Doug, we were talking. I was talking about the podcast and like um, like how we do this. The and he and Chris goes, Jimmy Tim Burton movie yet? I'm like, no. Yeah. This was why would we not have a Tim Burton movie? I guess it's because he's so I think of him as being so distinct of a director. Like I've like I've had a lot of but, directors that I don't think of as being like 
fitting the sort of the auteur yeah kind of thing like um, I've 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 had Tony Scott and and Roland Emmerich and James yeah. Cameron. James Cameron, I guess you could kind of say has that, but and John Woo mostly like action. Dir- oh, that's a spoiler. Sorry, that's a spoiler for next time. Uh, <laughs> I just gave that away. I didn't mean to. Um, and of course, okay. and of course, spoiler- the auteur hype Williams from last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I I never really thought of that. I think I like that. I really like I really like thinking of that as as what that would look like. Um, well, for me, it was there was something to it um sorry my cord for my microphone keeps going in and out um my main thing was was that I think it might be out again actually ah. what okay my my main my main reason for picking tim burton is is that people forget that tim burton basically created the birth of the superhero genre in the night in the 80s uh yeah. he did batman in 1989 it would have been a good nod to him to, um, to bring him into that yeah. and also he pretty much um wait let's see batman returns i think it was 92 um, and he was working on Superman, uh, the life and death of Superman, right? Uh, or the the death of Superman throughout most of the '90s um, with Nicolas Cage as Superman, right. and he was the go-to superhero director. They wanted him for every super. Warner Brothers wanted him for every superhero movie. Um, I think not only does he get great performances out of actors. Um, granted, he's slacked off in recent years. Like he kind of just phones it in ninety percent of the time now. Um, but in the '90s, my God. Just the performances oh, yeah. you'd get out oh, of yeah. it. I mean, Great. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> I, I, I no no joke in no, that. I, it's an amazing I, movie. You're 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 on to something. And stylistically, I think it would it would he would fit this mm-hmm. this movie because of uh you know I mean I would just imagine like Ultron would show up and he'd be like one of those claymation puppets like you'd see on Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Like yeah. you know just like it's like like just some yeah. weird bizarre Beetlejuice style thing and it would mm-hmm. just be. It would be Lynchian horror. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God, David like Lynch's this. Avengers Two would be even better. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this better than mine. I I I, I went with uh, I went grander. I went bigger. I yeah. thought that we were sort of leading up to this all through my nineties. Yeah. Um, I go? went with Steven Spielberg and oh. or and or George Lucas. I, no, I go Spielberg. Luca, I, I was honestly yeah. thinking, thinking of like a like a produce, producer director, yeah. like like what they do with Indiana Jones, like yeah. some of the stuff that they've done, like really going in that big Hollywood family friendly adventure. Yeah, way. I would see. Okay, I, I like I like your Spielberg just because I think then the the farmhouse scene would have been a thousand times better. It would have been Spielberg. most of the that's movie Spielberg. and the kids would have come with and then yeah. he would have had to save the kids from the floating city. <laughs> and still no one would have died. No, 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 no. That, no. But I, I, Spielberg doesn't do the, that. I always say like, I, I think Spielberg has like an, a really weird like Spielbergian twinkle to everything he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have fit this movie much better um, especially like that. And I think, and I like the way Spielberg directs action because Spielberg's action is very slow. He's a, his yeah. action sequences are slow. Even mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones sequences where he's like getting dragged by a truck. It's a, that truck is going 10 miles an hour. The, <laughs> right. But, right. Or, or like that tank, he's going after like a world war one tank. The tank is literally going like you could walk past that tank as it's going, but it's, it's yeah. well, but a big practical pieces. Yeah. Cause it's an, it's a giant old tank. It's yeah. like an actual huge old tank that he bought but the thing you know? the great thing is is that he makes indiana jones feel like a superhero with just the punches that he gives that the amount of force behind and it's sound and that, that's indiana got that jones sound that, 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 that thwack sound yeah 
Yeah. You can almost see the, like, yeah. the onomatopoeia, like, <laughs> cartoon sound effect. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know if it would work in a big, in a, like, a multicast like this. Well, but... and that's what I was trying to, to think of, like, I, I, that's why I struggled a little bit of thinking, like, well, who, who in that... Who can do the ensembles at that point? And Shit. you know, Spielberg would have been a great one for Captain America: The First Avenger. That's true. Well, so so that's that's why I landed on him for Avengers, yeah. is because that same time he came out with Saving Private Ryan, which oh, is a big ensemble yeah. war movie, and I think that would have been a great look for this movie too. Pretty much, yeah. You go into Europe and you've got a lot of this stuff in these big old buildings. Yeah, and he would have an understanding of where these other characters he, are. Coming he would from. treat it. I think. I think he would treat it a lot like that where it's the movie would be captain america and iron man of course mm -hmm. and you'd have the villain but at the same time you have like he's kind of leading this troop of like very colorful individuals who have their well, own just backstory. think about like how how recently if this is the night the late 90s now how much more recently the berlin wall fell yeah like we've got a much different relationship with sort of eastern europe in that time than even we do now yeah. so now it's a uh, like a funny joke back then it was just a sad joke <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, now it's it's right, Quicksilver running around wearing a tracksuit, but then it's just like, you know, he's he's just he's emaciated. Looks cold. Yeah, he just looks cold. He looks cold and hungry at yeah. all times. He looks like Mickey Rooney's uh, Mickey Rooney, Jesus. Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke's father in uh, in Iron <laughs> Man two. two. You know, that's that's what every that's what Ultron looks like yeah. in this movie. No, you're you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm glad we spent a little bit more time. On this movie, like yeah. we, I, this is the longest podcast. I think this is going to end up being close to two I hours. I think it was the longest Marvel movie. So yeah, I guess it's. I guess it it's makes fitting. sense. I'm a and I, but I'm, I, I like. I don't sell the Spielberg short. I think the Spielberg is actually a pretty good combination. I'm gonna stick with Tim Burton, for for at least my cast. <laughs> So great. What are you going to give it? I I was going to give it a B. Um I made I I don't know that I'm going to bring it down to to a C because I think there was still enough to like that this was a fun enjoyable movie to watch, but I am going to drop it down based on the conversation we have. So I am, That's why I'm we have these B, conversations. I'm going to go B minus, which is yeah. still not which is still, I feel like, pretty positive for one of these movies. I, I'm with C minus. This is one of the few wow. Marvel movies that I've just not liked. Yeah. Um, and I went in thinking I would like it. It's just, um, I already know the characters. I already mm -hmm. know what they can do. Let me l see something new with them. Let me, you know, that's what I feel. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the the plot was rushed. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Whedon didn't do anything that he was planning on doing like Whedon didn't do what he wanted to do and I think that's part of the reason why he left the project um Hollywood is pretty good nowadays with like these big budget tent poles keeping a lot of stuff under wraps just look at what happened with Fox and uh the current Fantastic Four debacle Ugh. 
Um, Hollywood's pretty good at keeping like all of that quiet, and I think that there's a lot more that went on that we didn't know about with Probably. Whedon, mm-hmm. because Whedon was just like, "I'm out, I'm done, no more." Fanta- and he's so know, good at like introducing too. characters and really weaving yeah. new characters in with with existing mythology and his, yeah. existing storylines, and and I don't feel like that happened here. No, I I I, I honestly think I want to see. The Whedon cut is what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, as I said, there's there's supposedly like a four hour cut of this movie. <laughs> that you know what? I'll sit. I could sit through a four hour movie if it's interesting. If it sure. if it does something. Um, mm-hmm. I sat through Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet and I loved it. Yeah. Um, that's like a four hour. I'm trying to think of four hour movies and I don't know. Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> no, I, I can't sit through Lawrence of Arabia. I can sit through that the, intermission comes at a good time and that's usually a good time to 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 stop that i'm not gonna watch i'm not gonna watch peter o'toole unless he's drunk that's what i'm saying which he is through quite a bit of that movie but um but aside from that yeah that this this movie is is boring to me it was it was fun but at the same time going back and and thinking about it and watching it you're just like this is boring (laughs) nothing is happening it's like and that's just what i that's why i say c minus it is yeah i it is not quite as bad as Thor or Thor the Dark World. I think I might give Thor the Dark World a higher grade than this. But, I mean, I think mm. part of the reason why this is lower than Thor the Dark World is I didn't go into Thor the Dark World with high expectations. I went That's into true. this movie with high expectations. All Thor the Dark World had to be is better than Thor, and that wasn't hard. Yeah, and it still wasn't that much better than Thor. No. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Oh, all right. So, uh, any other final thoughts? No. No. <laughs> Go to planetarbitrary.com for your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at Planet Arbitrary. You can follow Kevin at at K White Says. Like the Facebook page, um, backslash Planet Arbitrary. Um, you could listen to us on multiple platforms. The best way you could listen to us is through iTunes, where you could like, comment, subscribe, and help the podcast out. We're on the Planet Arbitrary podcasts. Um, you could also listen to us on the YouTubes, where uh, we're available. We're through the Game Classy site. And speaking of Game Classy, you can also listen to our sister podcast, Game Classy Podcast, which is all about tabletop gaming. Um, we also, uh, Game Classy also has a YouTube page, backslash Game Classy Podcast, and we also have a Reddit, our Game Classy, where we post this podcast as well. Yay. Uh, Kevin, so, uh, until Ant-Man. She's a monster! Really didn't go with Iron Man out? No. Nope. <laughs> Iron Man 4! <laughs> feel like I, feel like I did that joke. Comic. Full. Flagship.